Well, good day and welcome to the show with the name now. We have a name. It is called The Carnage House under Carnage House Productions. Also, big news. Uh, you can now officially find us on iTunes. So, we are, in terms of podcasts, as legitimate as the Beatles are to <laughs> iTunes Music. You can find them on iTunes Music. You can find us on iTunes. We're all on iTunes. All the big names, all the big faces. Now, with us today, uh, we have a very special guest. All our guests are special. Um, but this one particularly so. Uh, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Jason Sari. Jason, how are you going today? I'm very good. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. You don't have to. You don't have to eat the mic, but <laughs> can you hear me out there? <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll be okay. I reckon uh, we'll be all right. Good? Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. This is a good distance. Um, Jason, thank you for coming on. Thank um, you. Look, the last couple of podcasts I've done, we've had uh, Avenger Capitalist come on. Mm. He's running several of his own businesses, including ASX listed companies. Wow. He's a Bitcoin expert. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the one after that, the most recent one, is uh, mortgage and home loan specialist and uh, author, Johnny Ruddick. So we had Martin Rogers and Johnny Ruddick. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your credentials and why you're, you're on the show? Man, I'm here for the truth, really. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for the truth, mate. You know, I got, I got some things in the pipe. You know, maybe some productions coming out. You know, maybe a mixtape coming out. It That's could, what I like to hear. Things could happen, um, but really, just a just a humble boy, thankful to be here. Thank you. Well, that man, it's good to have you on. It's really good to have you on. Um, look, you know what? Speaking of which, um, when I first got these mics, the first thing I said to people was not that I was going to um, make podcasts, is that I was going to drop <laughs> drop a mixtape. <laughs> think about it. Um, can I tell you? I got a lot of resistance. Mm. Very like a lot of strong haters. Negative feed. Well, neg- negative feedback before I'd even dropped my first uh, mixtape. I've got more bars than a prison cell, and <laughs> no one wanted to hear them. Um, what we do on this show, one of the things we like to do is a kind of a get it off your chest mm. rant. Right segment. Now, I've, I've known you for quite a while. Mm. Um, a lot of the times, I won't even get to say hello to you and you'll be kind of 30, 40 seconds into a rant. Um, and I'll be, you know, oh, Jay, yeah, that, oh, yeah, that, that, that's interesting. Yeah, oh, wow. You know, that type of thing. Um, can't get a word in edgewise. Is there anything you want to get off your chest? Anything uh, feel like having a rant about? Do you watch The Bachelor? Yes. Okay. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Sorry, bleep. that's all right. Now, sorry, just say everyone, first... we try and keep this clean. So that's my first blunder. That, you know, well, you know what? I'll just say this. I'll make this point quickly. We've had four white guys on the program so far, right? Me and my brother included. More than four hours worth of podcasts, and there's been one swear word. So... We've got, we've had one ethnic on the show for more than forty seconds. And he's already breaking records. Anyways, I'm not here to cast aspersions or make remarks but we'll let the record speak for itself okay, okay don't, don't let me interrupt you again well um, look i'm i am disappointed in brooke i could not be more disappointed in brooke um she was my favorite she was my cutie i didn't like her what <laughs> carry on carry on we'll, we'll get well, yeah. well look how, look you know well you know from the beginning when she she lied about not knowing the honey badger that, can I just say, I'll interject there. That's Please. the point that put me off her straight away. When she came in with the two balls, one in each hand, and said, 
oh, I like to play these. That was a stitch up from the get go. Yeah. No one on the first thing comes in with a what was it? It was an AFL ball and a rugby league ball. Yeah, right. Came in with a Sharon and a and a Steeden, uh, and said, "Oh, I don't know who you are." That was a G up from the beginning, and I thought, "Shame on the producers for letting that happen," yeah. because I instantly didn't like it. But carry on. I mean, I would see. See, I was I was on and off with Brooke. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So from there, I was off, and then I was back on for for a number of reasons, but we won't get into them. But then, right. What, how are you going to do this to Nick here? Yeah? Because Nick's a good guy. And I reckon he was showing her everything she needed to know about how he feels about her. He, he dodged that everything. question pretty hard when she asked. I mean, he's, I mean he's, got a, he's got a step on him. We all know this. But like, <laughs> I mean, he's got a step. Okay, he's crafty. I reckon, no, okay, apart from Brooke, Nick has moves, yeah? Nick Cummings has moves at the gate. I'm just going to say, he has so many moves. I will break down to you the moves this guy has. But anyways... He's got moves, and Brooke, like he, he's telling Brooke, how 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 much more clear can you make it that he he's the she's the one that he liked, and then she's gonna go give him the. You're Do you think so? Look, I think so. I, think think so? I, I thought look, I thought it got it got to the stage. What what my, one of my issues with the program was Nick went too hard too early. Right. As soon as he hooked up with Brit, that first date when they went swimming together, as soon as he hooked up with Brit, the horse has bolted. Because what happens then is every girl is when you take them on a single date is yeah. expecting a kiss or rose or a combination of the both, right? What <laughs> he jumped the gun, he he, yeah. he he put the you know the carriage before the horse, and he paid the price for it because he got to a point when you know there was kind of less than ten girls left, and you took them on a single date, mm. they didn't get a rose or they didn't get a, a kiss, and they weren't happy about it. No, they weren't happy about it. And to, and with Brooke, Brooke had more single dates than. All the other girls combined. That's what I'm trying to say. He tried to make it as clear as possible. He tried to make it as clear as possible, but in his restrictions of... There's another three weeks of the show. I can't just confess my love. Is there three weeks or is it... When was that? Oh, last? no, it's done. It's done. But, like, it's done tonight. Done tonight. Finale's tonight. But, like, he's... In terms of, like... Because she was asking him way back, like, what's the go? Yeah. But that's the problem because when yeah. you put them on too many single dates, what's left to talk about? Exactly. Just where, pretty much say, all spring the same question. Where are we? Where do you see us going? Mm. What's, you know, do I have a chance here? And what he's, and then so she asks him that. With, she's been asking him that when there's 15 to go, yeah, exactly. 10 to go, 5 to go, 3 to go. And he, and he spins this, look, I've got a lot of respect for you, Brooke. I love what you do. I love what you give. Um... You could say that to the guy who runs the corner store. <laughs> That's pretty generic. It's very, very. Um, look, who's your who's your pick to win? Well, I know who I, I know the rumors. I've heard the rumors. the hot tip. I know the hot tip. If you want it, I yeah, don't want to ruin it. But hey, go with the hot tip because you know what happened last time. There was a hot tip. There was yeah. a hot tip on MasterChef <laughs> that um, Sashi was going to lose the final. Right. Creamed, old mate. Ended up Creamed winning. the white guy. Smoked him. Everyone, the hot tip was going around that... Um, what was his name? Did you watch MasterChef? I don't watch MasterChef. It was, it was the other guy that, that wasn't um, Sashi. Uh, anyway, Sashi cooked the bloke. Smoked him. It was like... It, it, the, the, the job was done by, by half time. By the time they were getting ready to cook the second dish, <laughs> Sashi could have not turned up for the second dish and still won. And the hot tip was that Sashi was going to lose. Right. 
You got cooked, mate. Uh, honestly, and that was um, MasterChef is Channel Ten as well, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because My Kitchen Rules is Channel Seven, and they got this Channel Nine started jumping with this ridiculous family food fight show. I can tell that's going to be <laughs> bomb. Word to the producers: Don't even try. Don't even try. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take these hot tips seriously. Let me guess: the hot tips, Brit. Hot tips, Brit. Hot tips, Brit. I know Sportsbet's got it like a dollar forty or something like that. They got they got lines out. Oh, there's been lines out for a long time. Long time, mate. Well, Any anything that you can think of, there's a there's a market for it. Mate, thank God, I, mate. If I saw the lines, I would have bet the house on Dasha from the first episode. You can't, mate. As soon as as soon as we found out that she's got a kid. I was that what they do. What, what they yeah, do. This is, my, this is my opinion. As soon as like Nick doesn't have any kids, right? He's an eligible guy. He, he plays for Australia. It's, a lot of chicks find him attractive. He's got a good rig. He can kind of he, he he can make his own kids. Yeah, right? yeah. He can make his own kids, and so like, I think she might have even been older than him. So what they do, in my estimation, look, this is conspiracy theory number one that we're oh, going to cover. Oh, mate, let's get on. Um, reminds me of that. You know that Simpsons episode where they're talking about the Super Bowl teams and. Mo goes Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah, you seen yeah. that? Yes, yeah, reminds me of that. Anyway, um, look, I, I think as soon as they found out, as soon as Nick found out, Dasha had kids. That was it. They kept they kept her on for a couple couple more shows because yeah. they didn't want to look like they were cutthroat for the single mum. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I'll take her. Yeah. Don't oh, worry. No, I'm not cutthroat. Single mums. I'm not cutthroat. So, so I'm just using my platform, Cameron. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just trying to get out there. But to get to the end of your rant, um, Brooke was unreasonable in the way she went about the departure. Is that what you're saying? I was disappointed. I thought I thought you left Nick a bit heartbroken. Oh. I was even. I w- the, it's the most emotional I got throughout the season. It's the most emotional I got. I'll tell you when when I got emotional. It was when I had two dark horses. I had uh, Rhiannon. Do you remember Rhiannon? Got no airtime, then got booted. She's a bit and- eager. She was a bit eager, but she got put in a difficult position. (laughs) She got stitched up a little bit. Because these producers put on these unbelievably nice dates. Oh, yeah, I know. Right? And you can just imagine, Nick has done absolutely nothing. He's just turned up and gone, this is nice, but, you know, this lady's probably going to get pretty intimate pretty quickly when it's, you know, the candle lit, there's water, you know. He can't pour a champagne. I'm not surprised that someone taught him how to pour... A prosecco throughout the whole series. He he does one every day, and it's either fifty percent froth or no froth. So it's like getting a beer. It's either all head, no head yeah, with yeah. Nick. Surely it. one of the producers goes right, mate. Tip it on an angle, just pour it slowly. The one coming to the top, yeah. bring it round, bit of froth. Anyway, every time it's a really nice date. These women come in and they're expecting something intimate, and he he was just over it by the end of it. My bet, my pick, you said Brit, I'm saying no pick at all. No one. Yeah. I'm he, saying he's not gonna get, he's not gonna pick any of them. Sophie, uh, as far as I'm concerned, wow. is a dead rubber. She's yeah. You don't you don't like Sophie? No, I, I don't mind her. Oh. But I'm just saying there was no chemistry at all throughout the series. Yeah. And then she's in the final two. I mean that pool scene got her to the final look and it look the pool scene. Pool scene, there was a bit of chemistry there. For me, Sophie, personality-wise, she was the best. Personality-wise, and she's a cutie. Like, for me, I would pick. For me, I would pick Sophie. Out of the whole bunch, Sophie. 
Because I think she's relatable. I think she's actually the, she's actually the most. Even though she was the most closed, apparently she was closed. I don't think she was actually closed, but they had to give that to give her a spin. But I thought she was the most relatable. You know Shannon. You remember Shannon? Yes. The Bogan. Like, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> there was something ungenuine about her. She was a bit goody goody two shoes. Mm. A bit too goody goody two shoes for me. You know, she was uh, in the first like three episodes. She's like, right, I can see right from wrong. Anyone that starts that stuff, it's a bit. <laughs> you know I mean, it's just a bit like, well, you know, if you can see right from wrong, then then we have to listen. But yeah. 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 Look, I I I was um. I've never watched the whole series of The Bachelor before. Um, yeah. Never never watched the whole series. Uh, never really watched a whole anything like that before. True, true. My Kitchen Rules, MasterChef, front to back. You know, from the beginning where yeah. they had all the contestants all the way through. Never really watched it. This time I decided to give The Bachelor a go. Um, partly because the guy seemed reasonably normal. Um, Good job. Because honestly, I get turned off by the guys. Like, they've had yeah. some real gimps, <laughs> some real noobs the past couple of years. Yeah, the last guy couldn't take it. Matty. Matty J? Not for me. Was he the last guy? I thought there was... No, no, no. There was a guy... Before Matty J? After Matty J. I think so. Yeah. Richie? Are you thinking about There's Richie? Richie. And then there was another one. Matty J was like three seasons ago, I'm pretty sure. Matty J? <laughs> no, I thought... I oh, thought the was... ears. He had his ears. You know he had um, surgery done on his ears? No, like his ear lo- Like what do you mean Because he Apparently when he was a kid He had massive ears Yeah There you go I, He's quite open about it You grow, you grow into them Matty Yeah You grow into them I, think, I don't think he's a very big guy Alright well Look that sums up The Bachelor Obviously I don't <laughs> I didn't bring you on here To talk about The Bachelor Entirely It was on my mind It was on it was my on chest That's true we, I gave you a platform And, you, and we, it ended up Just kind of being a conversation More than a rant So apologies for that Look, um, you uh, well tell us a little bit about yourself. So, what's you're obviously ethnic. Like, yes. let's let's be honest. Yeah, oh, uh, I'm. I'm sorry. Can I can I go in there? Oh, f- go for it. Mate, I am Palestinian. Yeah, I am Palestinian. Make that known from the get. Palestinian over here. Why don't you look at the camera? I'm ba- oh. <laughs> Camera's gone. You know, I think it could still be in place. We'll, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. We might. Uh, it might not work. It might. Anyways, could be an audio. Could nice be. audio. Listen to this on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, just off the get, I am Palestinian. Yeah. Please, yeah. please, please. It must. It must be known. There's a Palestinian here. We're here. Is there? Is uh, are there a lot of you here? Oh, you, um, j- by know. you, I mean like I'm not Palestinian. So, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, actually, the community in Australia. Yeah, I'm not too sure. To be fair, do you uh, do you s- hang around with a lot of them? I don't get involved. I don't get involved. Look, I am Palestinian, but I'm not gonna start like, if, if you know, like I'm not, I'm not, the, I'm not, the, I'm not a marcher, you know. Yeah. Like I support, but I'm not like if, if someone said, "Oh, let's go get, let's like, let's go to like a let's go to George, let's march down George Street." Listen, like, you know what I mean? Look, I'll put money towards something that can actually do something, but marching just to show you're marching, I don't know, any for me. But I am a policy, make it known. But I am ethnic, grew, born and raised in Abu Dhabi. Came here in year, halfway through year eight. And, um... Yeah, were, were, you learning, were you learning English in Abu Dhabi? Yeah, yeah, I was in a British school. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know when I came, my English wasn't 
was in your English is good. Your English, English was good. good. Your like... English is good, and it, you know it's coming along late since. So you can speak. You can speak Arabic. No, I can only speak English. <laughs> mate, I know. I know my English. <laughs> Man, my English was bad, mate. <laughs> well, <laughs> I look like an idiot no. <laughs> for saying your English was pretty good when you got here. I hope so. It's the only language you know. It's only, it's only... Can I get another beer, by the way? Can I? Yeah, yeah, can yeah. I yeah, yeah. Beer? Well, look, I think this video could be cooked. Anyway, do, we'll right. just pause it. Cool. Well, we're back. Uh, Jason's got himself a beer, so we are all good. All systems mm. go. Now, Jason, we were just talking um, about your English mm. or lack thereof. Um, how well, just as a broader general question, how did you find coming to Australia? How was the well, how was the transition? Yes, hard to be fair, hard. Yeah, why is that? Not to bring the mood down, but it's hard. It's tough. You know me, especially. I'm I'm just stubborn about stuff. You know, yeah. it was. Look, between year eight to year eleven, my mentality was like I I liked all the boys. Don't get me wrong, and I liked all the teachers. You know. Most of them. <laughs> Shout out the teachers. We have our five-year reunion coming up, by the way. Do we? Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna be we're gonna be polite to the teachers. Shout out, Mr. Simon. Do teachers go to reunions? I think I think we go to the game on the Saturday. We go to the footy and then we go out. That's I think I think that's the go. Okay, should be fun. Anyways, yeah. Um, I like the teachers. Like the boys. Shout out the Kings boys, by the way. Shout out the Kings boys. Um. And like the teachers, like the boys, but it just wasn't... You, okay, you know Dougal, yeah? Dougal's your brother, right? Yeah, okay, what we if, think so. <laughs> as far as we know. Oh, hello. But what if I just I, I, I just swapped him with me? Like, <laughs> like you like me, but you know, it's not your brother. Yeah. Like the boys I came up with... Uh, shout out Abu Dhabi. Yeah, shout out Abu... Another thing. Shout out Abu Dhabi. Shout out Abu Dhabi boys. Um, but... It's not the same. Mm. It's not the. It's it, it, it's it wasn't the same at the time. But then the transition was hard coming in. I thought everyone was against me. You know, of course. You know, the thing is, the first thing to go is you want to play a victim, like a little, like a little, like a little uh, B. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's you can't you can't actually. If I opened my eyes in year eight, because the thing is, in when I first year at school. Everyone was so nice. I thought you were taking the piss out of me. <laughs> like, why are you coming up to me, introducing yourself? Like, yeah. people just coming up and be like, "Hey, man, I'm, 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 you know, I'm Nick. You know, you know, I'm William. You know, like I remember <laughs> skulls and pepper and stuff. I, I remember like that. Like, maybe like on my first day, like Nick Pepper coming up to me, going, "Hey, man, I'm Nick. I'm going, what, what? Like, I did not understand it. You know? And Is that? A, do they not do that in Abu Dhabi? It's. Is it kind of you only introduce yourself when you have to know someone? I don't know. It's it just like, I never really noticed new kids in my school, really, to be fair. I mean, my, my school, my year, were very, we were very nice. There's no bullying. There's no... Um, Did you find any racism or anything? There was, there was racism, but the best racism. The joking racism. Only for jokes, but everyone was on the equal. But I mean, in Abu Dhabi, there is racism, of course. But in our group, like we had Indian guys, Arab guys, white guys... You know, no Asians actually. There was not, there's not a lot of Asian people, but we had all these guys. You know, some black guys, and we're just making fun of each other, dude. It's beautiful. That's that's the go. That's actual multiculturalism. Yeah. Not like you're sitting there like, oh, I didn't even know you were black. Like, give me a break. 
Yeah. You know? So Yeah. Like yeah. I don't see that I don't see colour stuff. Yeah, yeah. Give me a break. Look, you know I'm an Arab. You know you <laughs> want to say an Arabic joke. Say it, mate. <laughs> say it. I'm gonna come back with a white joke, man. It's all G. Yeah. Or or in any joke. Yeah. I look I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. And I think you know what? Um jokes and comedy are almost sacred when mm. it comes to that type of stuff. They're almost sacred. They're, they're kind of the the desire to laugh and um, you know make fun of stuff. I think is one of the most like ancient but powerful and totally necessary mechanisms for making sure that everyone's lives aren't just totally miserable a hundred percent of the time. So that's when I see like people like wars on jokes. I get super um, antsy about that and anxious about that because. When people say, oh, well, you know, that's not PC, that joke's not... I'm like, yeah, okay. I understand what you're saying, but it's a slippery slope from there. It's a slippery slope from there. Look, um, I've never had any dramas with you. Um, I'm white, you're Arabic. Um, Do you think that's kind of, speaking of, the general kind of thing for, I guess, ethnics and, and Arabs or whatever in Australia, is that like it's... There's not that they don't face a lot of kind of um, I guess racism in general. Do you mm. think that's kind of what generally happens? Look, like look, look. Let's say, let's say like this, right? Let's say like this. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, don't don't fall back to racism. Look, here's the thing. Let let's be real. Who who's driving fast, playing the music loud, doof doof, trying to trying to literally break the law on purpose? Come on. Okay, so if you look like one of them, don't be surprised if a policeman who's trying to fill up the quarter on an eight-hour shift is targeting you and not the Asian woman walking the street. Mm. So I used to see that sometimes they go like, come on, man, like they, 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 they want to check my ticket at the train station. Okay, yeah, I'm going, listen, mate, like you, <laughs> how many times you're going to check, like how many times I got to get my ticket checked at the train station? Yeah. It just, it used to drive me nuts. But then I realized, like, to be fair, my demographic, young boys, like young men in general, we take risk. And if it's $2, we say, whatever. Yeah. We'll just jump it. Sure. I used to find that as well. I used to find, like, I catch a ferry into work. Mm. The, if they so let's just say there were four inspectors at the gate. Yeah. You got 50 people jumping off a ferry. They can't check everyone. Yeah, right? exactly. They can't check everyone. Right, I would find that I would be one who would get checked almost every time. Yeah. Almost every time. The guy, the middle-aged lady wouldn't get checked. The older gentleman wouldn't get checked. Yeah. The mum with three kids wouldn't get checked. Yeah. But it's just, it's it's just, yeah. You, it, it's a numbers game. Exactly. It's a numbers game. And I used to, and I was the same. I was like, come on, this is getting ridiculous. Like, yeah. every single time I get off the ferry, one of the people from the train, and I'm like, Whatever. But you realize it's like, who are the people who are most likely going to offend? And the, the easiest thing to do is just to cooperate. Exactly. You save yourself so much time. Once you accept the fact that there's a chance you, you, you're probably going to get checked, everything's so much easier. 100%. Hundo. Well, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad that you've um, had a decent experience. And look, um, in, in the rare cases where there is discrimination, obviously I think it's bad, right? I, I don't I don't think it's a good thing. Yeah. But um, like you take police shootings in America, like by blacks, 
in almost all the highly publicized cases, mm. the they weren't they were resisting arrest. The unarmed black yeah. guys were resisting arrest. I can't breathe. Stuff was all like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they, as soon as you're resisting this, this, what um, and and it's pretty much the same here. The the legal principle for police officers is as soon as a suspect is resisting arrest, starts resisting arrest, he's considered armed, right? And there's a good reason for that. Yeah. Because if you've got the the person who is armed is not the person who's got the weapon at the time. It's it's whoever's whoever's bigger and stronger yeah. and faster. So if you've got a five foot seven um, female police officer. You got a six foot six male who's like fifty kilos heavier, fast, strong, whatever. As soon as he starts, as soon as he shows an instant of resisting arrest, yeah. that female police officer has to be prepared to drop him. Yeah, has to be prepared because the alternative is you don't get to wait and decide. Like things yeah. happen like that so of fast. Of course. So as soon as you're resisting arrest, you're considered armed. Every single one of those cases in America where they say, "Well, he was unarmed," that's not true. Yeah, that's not true. As soon as you start resisting arrest, you're considered armed, and it's and it's because the person like just because the police officer got the gun, that doesn't mean in four seconds, or even one second, that police officer is still going to have the gun. Yeah, they may not. Just thought I'd put it out there. That's my little rant. And as soon as you start resisting, as soon as you start resisting arrest, you're considered armed. Don't. And people say, well, you know, he didn't have a weapon on him. He didn't get deserved to be shot. I'd say. Look, as soon as you start resisting arrest, you take it out of your own hands. Yeah. You take it out of your own hands. And I've got little sympathy for people who resist arrest and face consequences. Um. Anyways. Like, that's... like the, the way I look at it, look, it's that people don't like, maybe people don't like the police because, because they believe that they have this certain power that is not deserved. But hang on. If you want to live in the world where... You will call the police when you're at your worst. You're not calling the police to say hello. Yeah. Okay? To have a chat. You're calling the police because you need something. You need to be in safety. Yeah. These people are here to protect, right? Of course, there's bad cops. Of course. Like, of course. There's bad people in every profession. Everything. Everything. But to to kind of um, steer a media narrative against cops... It's, it's one of the most craziest things you can do. It's crazy, but it's also it's unbelievably dangerous. It's it's un, it's unbelievable. You it's, cannot you cannot do that. It's it's actually it's actually the start of anarchy. It is. Yes. Now, can I give another example? Go for it. You you ever watch Border Security? Yeah. This is a laugh, right? Now, now I watched Border Security on Gogglebox, and what did it, what did everyone want to point out? Because they think they're very like they're they're breakthrough, yeah. They're that, woke. They're woke that only Asian and Indian and Arabic get stopped. And no white people get stopped. Why do only listen, 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 guys, please. If your suitcase is smelling like fish, yeah. Okay. If you have seven suitcases and you've been in Africa for seven days, okay. Listen, they're gonna check your bag. They're not gonna check the white person's bag that didn't bring three pairs of underwear. You know, he didn't pa- just come back from New Zealand. Literally, he's he's packed light as as anything. <laughs> How light do you guys pack? Oh, uh, white you, people pack pretty light. You come backpack and a carry on, and 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 you you expect them to check them over like an Asian lady with a suitcase smelling like fish, and then you're gonna go there because they're racist, guys. <laughs> 
you don't know what you're talking about. Okay? <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Is there racism? Yes. Of course. But you're sensitive. Oversensitive. You're sensitive. I agree. I agree. It is um it is ridiculous. And I would also say I look I hundred percent agree with you really uh, regarding the anarchy thing. It mm. is a fine line. Mm. It is a fine line. Mm. Like I mean, you have situations where um, I've seen stuff in the US where protesters have been saying, you know, what do we want dead cops? When do we want them now? Uh, that's Antifa. So the anti-fascists, yeah. Yeah. the anti-fascists walking around with masks on, not showing their face, um, acting like a bunch of fascists, but they're the anti-fascists. You know, fry them like ba- uh, pigs in a black blanket, fry them like bacon. Mate, it is a slippery slope because you're exactly right. Um, if you want to start trashing the cops, don't call them when someone breaks into your house. Yeah. They'll be the first one to call, by the way. Yeah. They don't take matters into their own hands. Trust. They look like they do. Trust. Run up on one of them. But that, that's not a... I'm not, I'm that's not, not an assignment anarchy. to violence. That's an assignment of violence. Hey, one of them run up on me. But that's not an invitation to violence. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just saying, run up, yeah. We should note as well that Jason is on the job hunt. Um, <laughs> so, Come on. I am on the job hunt. I'm so I've had hunt. instructions on certain topics not to talk about. No, no, no. We're just look. No, we're not. Like, I'm on the job hunt. Keeping professional. Anything. Keeping I've, professional. I anything I've said. Listen, I'm coming from an objective, logical standpoint. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Now, my is my standpoint skewed? Of course. I've been very privileged in my life great parents shout out to shout out to mom and dad um but great parents um so i will have a skewed standpoint but it doesn't mean everything i'm saying is wrong take take the good bits out of it take the good bits i think there's a lot of good bits i think there's a lot of good bits yeah i think um you know your heart's in the right place and you generally look sometimes i think you stray on the fringe a little bit but you know you've got to at yeah. some point, you've got to, you know. Um, I th- but yeah, I think you're, you're generally on the mark. Um, speaking of the US, we all knew this was coming. We all knew this was coming. Um, you know what? One of my favorite things. I'm getting hot. Yeah, take it off. Take it off, brother. I'm sweating. I'm, I know what's coming. Sweating like an Arab in customs. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. Um, what, you know what? One of the funny things is, is like if I, I think people small talk too much in general. Mm. Just ridiculous small talk. Mm. I'm getting to the stage where I'm pretty sick of it. Um, I feel like we've only got so many years on this planet. You might as well sort, sort the men from the boys and the, you know, and find out what people are really about. I'm so sick of like elevated conversations about the traffic and the weather. Um, so what I, I, I'm going to, I think I'm just going to start doing it. It's just the first question, how are you going? Just a quick, do you like Trump? That, sort, that sorts people pretty quick, don't you think? Yeah. You, you find out who t- people really are. Look, I, I don't mind people who don't like Trump and they go, you know, and they're logical about it. Yeah, that's the way you can tell that the rational people, they go, you know, I don't really like Trump because blah, blah, blah. I, I don't like, for example, when they say, oh, I don't really like tariffs. I'm like, okay, you know, that's kind of fair. Um, I think it should be totally free market. I mean, that's kind of fair. Uh, I don't like the fact his son, his son-in-law got, you know, uh, a security clearance. I don't really like nepotism. Oh, yeah, that's all right. 
But when they G up straight away, I go, you're irrational, you're emotional, and you don't think straight. So, you know, I'm hoping that you don't reach across the table here and plant one on me. But what do you think of Trump? Listen, for, for, for the first stop, I am not a Trump supporter. Okay. For the first stop. I'm not, if, if, if I was in America, I would not have voted for Trump. But the hate he receives is a mainstream propaganda. Look, it's, all, it's a lot of mainstream propaganda, guys. And this is, the, this is what I'm trying to say, Cam. It's a lot of mainstream propaganda. Trump now has almost become a word where it's just your initial reaction is just to, you're either happy or sad, right? The, the fact that the media have actually put you there, it, and it's, it's, it's polarizing. It's a po- exactly. It, it is the most polarizing word, I think, in our, in the, in the, like, like, there's, there's like Nazi. Mm. But that's not, that's not almost, that's not polarizing, actually. That's, com- that's kind of like. Everyone agrees Nazis are bad. Yeah. But Trump has a almost like, you know, you can, you know, you, you know, you can almost see someone you can go up to and say, do you like Trump? Yeah. Okay. You can almost see. Oh, you it. can pick the one straight away who you know for a fact would not like Trump. Yes. For exactly. Example. Exactly. The ones who do like him are harder to pick, mm. I feel. Because they're more blend in. I, I 100% I agree. Can I just. Mate, take it. Pause. Yeah, we're back. Uh, Jason just had to take a quick call, but you were just saying you 100% agree um, yep. that the ones who do like Trump are harder to pick. They tend to blend in more. Yes, yes. Um, but you also said you, you, you wouldn't have voted for him. Do you no. want to run us through why you wouldn't have voted for him? Well, look, first of all, I would have voted for Bernie. Yeah. You would have voted for Bernie. But Bernie be, Sanders. Bernie, I would have voted for Bernie Sanders, but to be fair, he would have got in and he would not have been able to do anything because he didn't have seats. So it would have been a four years of a waste of time. Um, so, but I would have voted for Bernie. I like Out Bernie. of principle? Mate, I just lo- I, look, to be fair, out of all of them, I'd want to chill with Bernie. I mean, on, what, on like a weekend cruise, give me Trump. Like on a boat, give me Trump. You know, I'll go on a weekend with Trump. No problems, man. Put me on the boat um, and we can talk it up. But Bernie, I'd like to have a beer with. And Bernie, I would have voted for you know what I mean? So, I would have voted for Bernie. I would have voted for Bernie. Now, yeah. Tell, tell me what you, I know. I know you're. I know. I can see you. You don't like. I it. don't like Bernie, almost as much as I like Trump. <laughs> right. The reason, like we were just saying, like we just said, for instance, this is what this is what gets me. Um, we, everyone goes Nazis are bad, right? Right. Nazis killed six million Jews. Right. If we're going by the numbers, right. um, socialism in the twentieth century <laughs> killed no. by estimates. No, by estimates, definitely north of sixty. Some have north of a hundred. No, hang on, but but you 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 you're getting, so tell me why is it okay? Down. Let me say why why is it all right to go? Oh yeah, I'm a commie. I'm a socialist, <laughs> but if we're going by the numbers, yeah, yeah, I know. socialism did more damage than. But socialism, that was the mask, okay? That was the mask. You're getting bogged down and look, look. If communism was called sunflower seeds, okay, would you hate sunflower seeds? You understand what I'm talking about? No. It's just the name they called their killing. They said it was communism, but it wasn't actually real. 
if, if they're going by the book of what communism was, of what it wanted to achieve, then it would actually maybe, we, we, we'll, if we try it properly, I'm not saying this is not a communist rant, by the way, I'm not a commie. But you I'm, said you'd vote for Bernie. Mate, he's not a, <laughs> listen, listen, he's not a commie. He's not a commie. You see, it's, 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 he's a pretender. It's, look, look how, look he, how his party is the democratic socialists. Look how Norway is run. Look how Finland is run. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. Those Scandinavian countries were built off the back of hardcore capitalism. And now they are totally squandering all their wealth. They're not growing. They're running off the back of capitalism. Mate, but I'm telling you. And let me, let me also say this for the, for the people who, who, uh, those Scandinavian countries are almost all white. They are culturally no. oh, homogenous. They are culturally. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that they're good because they're white. Okay, distinction. Yeah, no, no, distinction. No, no, I know what you're saying. I'm saying I that understand. they are culturally homogenous. Okay. I 100 agree. I agree. What when I, there is I, yeah. even, if you start, if you have a, a a group of people which are not culturally, and I dare say it most of the time, ethnically homogenous, mm-hmm. it hits the fan quick because one of the ways that you start to divide people if you go by the Marxist ideology is oppressed and oppressor. So if you find, for example, that uh, one group of people is one ethnic, so you find that, for instance, with the the Tamils and and the Sunnis in Sri Lanka, for example, anytime that one group is doing better than the other, it necessarily means that there's violence, almost always. Mm -hmm. Uh, Find that relative income disparity almost always leads to some kind of violence. So I would say for the Scandinavian countries, they're all white. They're all, they all believe kind of in the same myths and legends. They're all religiously kind of homogenous. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of the fact, uh, that was built. They were built off the back of literally almost all free markets. And now they're starting to squander it. But carry on. Tell me about how good they are. Well, mate, listen. I agree with you. Look, I agree with you. Look, they are all white. And they are doing good. And I agree with you that it's not because they are white. They are doing good. But they have systems in play that are making them think. And look, it's not about making steps forward all the time. Okay? You, you, you want to move forward, right? So you, you want to make, make steps. You want to make steps, right? Now, you can make steps forward and you can also make steps backwards. Is that not steps? That's still steps. If you walk backwards, that's still a step. So you could walk front back front back stay in the same place but still be making steps you see that's what i'm trying to talk about guys it's a new way of thinking here it's not about making more money that is the that is such a listen we should be doing what we should be doing is putting capitalist systems in like africa building them up how we built it but now we are in a position where if we wanted to we could if we wanted to we could we could we could almost like i reckon like montreal and australia it's this this diversity part where it's almost like the identity of being an Australian within thirty years. What's it gonna be? Within thirty years, what's what's an Australian gonna be? You know what I mean? What's an Australian gonna be in thirty years? It's this is disappointing to me. This is disappointing, and I'll tell you why. Because everything you've set up until you went literally the last three minutes, I feel like everyone would be kind of going, "Nodding, this guy is." got his head screwed on <laughs> Mate, I'm telling you. you know what his nose was up he's he is with it mm. and hip um but he's smart and intelligent <laughs> and what you've just done over the last three minutes is <laughs> you've put it on a tee and you have punted that ball out to toowoomba 
and that ball is floating down the river and it's never coming back. That little spiel you just gave about the steps, uh, you sound like Grandfather Simpson when he was talking, you know, about moving forward. Um, so you're saying that there is no point in progress. We are at where we need to be. At this point, it is simply a redistribution of wealth that we're after. Is no, that right? I'm not saying redistribution like... Listen, guys. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's a tough sell considering what happened in the 20th century. What's progression? I know the... I know the com- Listen, guys. I'm telling you this communism thing. They called it communism. I don't know why I'm looking at the mic. I should be looking at you. I just, it's, it's like I'm, I, I'm, gonna, I'm talking to the people here. Yeah? Talking to the people. The people are in the mic. But the people are in the mic. But look, it, they called it communism. But really, it was just a power control. You know what I mean? They called it communism. Like, they said it was low-fat cheese. It's not low-fat cheese, mate. You still gained weight, I know. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, look, they called it low-fat cheese, and you still gained weight. So that low-fat cheese is not... No, no, no. It was never low-fat cheese. It was never real communism. I don't agree with... So communism. there is no such thing as low-fat cheese, is what you're saying? No, no, no. There is low-fat cheese. Just what happened, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Basically, and I'm not a mark either, yeah? There ain't no mark here, okay? No mark. Okay, I'll work for what I want. I want to work for what I get, okay? I don't want to be on the beach, okay? No beaches for me. No beaches. I want to work, okay? But it's kind of like... I feel... That it is that we need the most important things is me- medication and education. The most important. We have to get people healthy. We have to get people rehabilitated, and we have to get them educated. Then we can now now we can then we can talk about the money discrepancy. That was that should be the last thing we get to. Let's get everyone educated. Let's get everyone medicated. How do, how do you pay for all that stuff? <laughs> do you think the money is not out there? To get everyone medicated and everyone... Do you, really, do you think the money's not out there? I, I think the money's not out there, but it doesn't belong to the people who want to make everyone educated and everyone medicated. Okay, okay. So how are you going to take it, right? So let's just say the money's out there. Mm. The people who want to be medicated and educated, the reason why they're not is because they don't have the money, right? Yeah? Well, let's just take it logically, yeah, yeah. right? Let's just assume that the people who, who want everyone to be educated and, medu- educated and, and medicated for... Mm. It's a nice little slogan. Um, they don't have all the money. Yes. So the way that they're going to pay for it is they're going to have to make everyone else pay for it, right? Mm-hmm. So if they don't want to pay for it, they're going to have to put laws in place. That means you have to pay for it. So that's essentially a tax, right? Mm-hmm. That's tax and register. So we've already got that here. Mm-hmm. A legally sanctioned confiscation of money. Mm-hmm. That's what a tax is. Um. And it has to be backed by force, correct? Mm. Because otherwise people won't do it. You can't just say to someone, give me all your money. Unless there's a threat behind it, which is essentially what government is. Mm. The government says, we'll throw you in jail if you don't do that. Yeah. Um, so you're with me on all of that? Yeah, of course, of course. Okay, so what happens when people go, look, in Australia, for example, if you earn over like 150 grand, mm. you're paying north of 48 cents on the dollar in tax. Mm. That's almost 50-50. Yeah, yeah. So if you want everyone to be educate, educated and medicated on the basis that they're not already, what, what at what point do you stop? We, we need less tax, by the way. Listen, I got different ideas. Listen, guys. This is Jason's socialism. This we is get, Jason We need less tax as well. No, no, we need less tax as well. Because here's the thing. The tax, not all the tax is going where it should be. So we need less tax. 
If that, is that controversial? Is is it might get controversial. You know what? It, it it sounds like lunacy, but I want to hear the end of it because you know what? We need a we wait, need more do, lunacy. Listen, we listen, need more of it. What I want, I want, I want motivation for the people with money. The the, the thing is, look, there will never be a system where you can cap someone on their money. You know what I mean? You can never cap someone on their money. Okay? If someone makes ten billion, you cannot cap them at ten billion. Right, that's that's ludicrous, right? People should have the freedom. It's the most important thing. What I preach is freedom. So, if you make the money you make, and you should be free to decide what you do with your money, someone cannot come in and tell you to take your money out. So, but, no taxes. Hang on, still tax. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. But tax, that's what it but tax should be looked at. Not tax should not be looked at as I gotta pay tax. Tax should be looked at as oh, I'm getting a great deal, mate. You know, like what do you do? Like when you but when you're about to buy a case with your mates, you can b- go buy one long neck, or you can oh let's split a forty, and we're on. That's how tax should be looked at. Like you're with your mates splitting a forty, like a no, how much you get in a case? Twenty four. Twenty four. We're putting our money in together to better the country. So, so if the quality of public health and service and just public goods in general mm. were much better, people would be more inclined to pay tax. Right? Yeah. For instance, if you know, knew, for example, that your taxes were going to make sure that if you needed to go see, uh, you, you broke your arm, for example, you wouldn't have to wait three hours in a waiting room. You could be seen in 10 minutes. Yes. They would be more inclined to pay taxes. Yes. Right? That's a fact. Okay. Why do you think it is that even with the amount of tax that we pay, that public services are not as good as private services? For example, the public hospital, the wait times are much longer. Mm. Uh the doctors, the doctors are arguably not as mm. not as good. The surgeons, for example, you can't get um, you have to wait, like you you got to wait a lot longer for serious surgeries. Yeah, uh, the the wards are overcrowded. Mm. Why is that the case? Well, look, because a private hospital is run like a private business, and I'm not going to sit here and say that a private business, a private listen, guys, and the word of corporation. Listen, you do not know the the absolute dons that work at these places. These guys are some of the... Like, if you want to get a thing done, you want to talk about execution, these guys are dons, okay? And I'm not kidding. Not, Who are you I, talking about when you say these guys? I'm, talk, I'm talking about the top of the top. I'm talking about I'm talking about the top of HSBC. I'm talking about the top of Macquarie. I'm talking about the top of... These guys are absolute... They are workhorses, Yeah. They are executors, yeah. So to and and to then to go to then to make a kind of like thing like oh our business is bad. Capitalism has brought us such a long way. It's not even funny. So I will never denounce that. Um, I will never denounce a corporation. I'll never never denounce that, right? Because it's got, got us a lot. But I get what you mean. A private-run business will run better than a public-run business because it's there. There's more incentive to the workers. It's run better. It's all that stuff. And I know public thing, it's not run as good, right? Maybe like in Norway, what they do is that 
they just oh, I don't know if it's in some some I don't know if it's Norway or Finland. Don't don't quote me on this. Some Norwegian some Norwegian country or something. Norwegian. 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 Is that is that like a? They're no. in North Europe. Okay, no, in, in North Europe. In North Europe, one of these countries they they just have hospitals, so and they just have schools. So you have the 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 dad like his dad's a garbage collector and his dad's a billionaire. Okay, and they're sitting together in the classroom. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I get you. This, I get you. I one, get you. Those are, okay. For, for disclosure, I understand the concept. Yes. In practicality, those Norwegian schools, uh, like Norway, has a population what is it's less than one tenth the size of Australia. They're all okay. white. They all believe in the same stuff. For example, you don't straight off the bat, you don't really have the same. Um, split up among even like Christian denominations mm. it's not like the same here where we have literally uh, Protestant Catholic Anglican um, churches of Latter day Saints you have even uh, Muslim schools non-denominational schools mm. um, belief systems are all kind of generally homogenous mm. uh, the population is generally homogenous mm. um, I understand what you're saying the concept right um You're Prime Minister Monday next week. Yes. Okay. Jason Sarri is Prime Minister of Australia. Okay. But not only that, you have essentially what would have been the power of a monarch in kind of like the 15th century. I can 16th. do what I want. You can do what you want. Okay. You. Everything is still the same. Everything remains, you know, ceteris paribus. Um, what is the first thing you do next Monday morning? It has to be invest in education. It has to be. But what, what do you mean by that? Because we spend a lot of money on education and no, we've no, seen no. no improvement in results pretty much in the past five years. No. I'm talking about a complete overhaul, right? Because there's, there's people out there speaking three languages. So if you can only speak one language, listen, it's about going global now, right? You need to know more languages. I need more. I, I should know Arabic, by the way. I know a bit of Arabic. Uh, Listen, so I know a bit of Arabic. We didn't know, like, I'm talking about, look, I'm telling you, it is not a, if, if people have, look, this, this poverty, right? Yeah. It's long line of poverty. Look, I am myself coming from a privileged place and to find the motivation, okay, is, is tough for everybody. I still find it and I still know what I need to do, but it's tough for everybody. So to, so for me to be in the position where I'm at, for it to be like, like you know, you gotta get yourself going. I could just imagine what a person that has no hope, you know, has no hope. His his parents were poor. His grandparents were poor. He's singing the thing. If we can get that this group of people properly educated, and then they can almost build. And also, guys, we need a. This this is this is new thinking, right? This is above the thing. But can I just say, Go for it, we yeah, need sorry. to don't we, let me interrupt. We need to drop. We almost need to drop cultures, and to raise cultures at the same time. It's both. It's not about doing this or doing that. It's actually about doing both. It's not about being like, should we care or not care? No, no, we care the most, and at the same time, we don't give a damn. That's how we should be. We care the most. We're here. We're doing it when we're doing it, but no attachment to the thing. That's like, that's like, 
That's like Conor McGregor, man. That's like Conor, that's like Conor McGregor's stuff. He, he puts it all on the thing, and then he gets there, and he's the most relaxed. And that's why he performs like the way he does. And that's how we, we, we have to care so much, and not at the same time. We have to be the world. Like, I'm a human from the world. But don't get me wrong, I'm Palestinian. I know that for sure. But I am in the world. You are my brother like I'm your brother. But don't get me wrong, you're still one, I'm still Arabic. And we should celebrate that, but also celebrate the fact that even though I'm one, I'm Arabic, we're still brothers. I'm talking about both ways. So socialism, yes. But also capitalism, yes. Why not both? They, they can't be a mixture. No. See, that, see, that's, see that's close my thinking, I think. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking, mate. There can be a mixture, mate. Look, I'm look, look, we already operate on a mixture, right? Anytime there's yeah. a tax that involves some kind of redistribution of the wealth, that's that's a mixture, okay? Now, I, I can say that. But I'm saying to you, they cannot both exist uh, and achieve the same aims. But what's the aim here, guys? Hang on. What's the aim? That's the, that is the... Here we go. Well, that's the, that's the most important question. What are we doing? What, why are we talking about politics why are we wanting something we are wanting something and what is that thing we're wanting what is it so first the hierarchy of needs right oh, yeah sure maslow maslow hierarchy of needs yeah shelter food what? warmth warmth Clothing. okay yeah. now once we get that okay then what do we want now first of all the goal should be everyone has hierarchy of needs that should be that everyone should be does, a, I think I think the argument by Maslow is that everyone has that regardless that's kind of like um you know that's starting if you deny that that's kind of a non-starter but like look like I mean how many people do you know I mean, don't think they need clothing no 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 everyone no 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 but some people don't have the look like I'm not talking look look there, there are some people that's going to be sleeping on the streets tonight Sure. They shouldn't be sleeping on the streets. I know, I know they're on drugs and what. I, like they might, there's a lot of arguments. They're on drugs. They've maybe done something where they they're on the streets now. Like they have to pay for what they did. I get it. I get it. But we can we can go to a level higher. Rehabilitation. Rehabilitation is is the the, the, the war on drugs. Can can we go there? So we're you jumping take, around. Mate, you take this wherever you want to go. But there is a war on drugs. In order to keep. I think there's a war on drugs to keep these people down. It should be rehabilitating them. But there's a war on Well, prisons are profitable now. If your prisons are profitable, that's a dangerous, dangerous thing. I agree. That's dangerous. If prisons are profitable, that starts getting dangerous. I agree with you. That starts I, getting look, dangerous. Look, I think... Um, the government... The role of a government should be, in my estimation, should be as small as possible. Okay, and okay. It basically, basically, it it only really has a couple of jobs, and I think anything extra it is overreaching, which I think almost every Western government does. Mm. First thing is to protect the border. Okay, mm. that's first first job. Second job, law and order. Okay. okay. Yes, of course. So they, if we assume that it's a democracy, their job is to pass laws which represent the best will of the people, right? And in doing so, they also have to enforce the law. So, yeah. look, if we, th the assumption is, is that private prisons shouldn't be pop profitable because um, basically there should be no overlap between where, like the enforcement of the law and then where prisons are. 
The, the, the prison is not really the enforcement of the law. The enforcement of the law is the judiciary, the, the judge who says you're going to prison, right? And then it should be at the prison. Look, I, 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 I'm kind of mixed on it because I don't think that prisons should cost the taxpayer as much as they do per prisoner. It's something ridiculous. It's like 70 grand or something per year per prisoner. Hmm. Um, it's unbelievable. Uh, and they're already overcrowded. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm kind of... Look, I, I'm conflicted... Uh, I also think private prisons are probably run better. Yeah, the, like, look, like, the treatment, I, the treatment for prisoners is probably better. Food is better. Um, but I also look. I agree. I don't think we should be incentivizing sending people away. Yes. Like, it's, look, I'm. I look. This is one of the things I haven't really put much thought into. So I'm kind of not hard and fast on it. Yeah, like, I like. I think yeah. it, it presents a pretty substantial ethical issue. They. They. Yes. They. There is, there's a lot of forces in the world. I think that's the thing. There's a lot of force in the world going in certain directions, and if you're if you are against that force, you're gonna get just taken out. So that, that's the thing. I'm not talking about a complete redistribution of wealth. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about an anti-capitalism. I'm not talking about socialism. I'm not talking like I'd vote for Bernie, but the reason I'd only vote for Bernie is because I'm not gonna vote for Hillary. That <laughs> we we will not get into Hillary because I because that that that's when the swearing will come out. But I will not vote for Hillary. I will not vote for Trump. What's the what's the reason why you've kind of said you you've said I would vote for Bernie? Yeah. Instead, mm. but what is the reason why you don't think Trump is more valuable than Bernie in terms of a vote? A lot has to do with Palestine. Because it's pro-Israel. No, it's not pro-Israel. Burn. I, I believe Bernie would have would have helped Palestine more. So it has a lot to do with okay. Palestine. I'm not in America, so I'm not in America. So I don't really, really it was entertainment to me. I think Trump is entertaining. I don't mind Trump. I don't agree with all his policies. What well, don't you agree with? The wall. I don't agree with the the new immigration stuff that he was doing. I really don't agree like with. Like what? That went the, the it was the what's it called the Muslim ban the Muslim ban of course I don't agree with well it wasn't a Muslim ban well look the that's thing, fake news the thing is look it's fake it's fake news in the way that the, it's not a ban on a ban on Muslims it's a ban on several countries which happen to be majority Muslim <laughs> come on Cameron come on come on come on you know you know you know like okay I'm gonna ban the women's sock bo- soccer team but i'm not sexist but I'm, I'm not saying he's racist but i'm saying like it's like obviously it's a woman thing if you're gonna look if, if you're banning if you're banning saudi arabia i don't did they ban saudi arabia who did they, I don't ban? Think they ban saudi arabia but, but you got my point iran Iraq. well listen you get my point if you're if you're banning a, a a a big group of muslims in a muslim country you know who you're trying to ban but look i do not agree with that look guys he wasn't even saying that forever. It was just saying until we can start vetting people properly. Um, yeah. Look, is look. There, there's so many things. There, there, look. Okay. Let's just let's Muslim ban aside. Muslim ban aside. What else? So you don't like the wall? I like the wall. It's, no, it's no, they're, they're, like. Do you have locks do on? Do you have locks on your door? Of course, but the Why? wall won't do anything. Yeah, yeah, but look, I lock at the door. So is your argument that there should be border? Uh, 
there should be enforcement of borders, but the wall is not the right way to do it. Is that what you're arguing? Really, the whole thing about country is just a bunch of wishwash. To be fair, mate, that's that is uh, postmodern Marxism. No, 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 no. That is that is up there. This kind of borders are social constructs. Then you shouldn't care if Israel's where they are, mate. Why does it matter to you where Israel? If there's no such thing as border, and there's no such thing as if Mexico were coming and trying to take over, that's a different story. But if they're trying to come and and assimilate, try to get a try to get a better life, and, and but MS thirteen is not trying to assimilate. What's that? Who's MS thirteen? The Mexican gang. Listen, MS thirteen. Of course, of course, bad people are coming in. Yeah, but it's disproportionately bad people. But the border won't do anything. The wall. The wall won't do the anything. Big beautiful wall. It won't do anything. It won't do anything. It will actually pump more money into the black market to get people over. Man, if people are going to get over, they're going to get over. If they're going to do heroin, they're going to do heroin. And listen, you cannot stop people to do what they want to do. How about instead of of putting a border between America, go make Mexico so good they don't want to leave. Why is it the U.S.'s responsibility to make Mexico good? The whole reason why these people are coming know, across the border is because Mexico sucks. But of course, who, like, whose responsibility? Like, what's a responsibility if you see a little girl and she's hungry? Why would you give her your burger? You can if you want to. Of course, you can. You should do it. If the thing is, like, see, no, we're no, no, detached, no, 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 no. Okay, detached. this is this is where we. This is where uh, you say you're for I'm free not will. To get you emotional. Nah, 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 I'm not nah, trying nah, to get you emotional. Nah, nah, nah. I swear to God, I'm not trying to pull a. You're one of those guys. You're one of those. I didn't. I didn't realize. Oh, what if it was your daughter? What if it was your sister? But I'm saying, I it. can't believe you would pull something like that. That's, I was. That's I wasn't beneath by, you, guys. I wasn't bothered. What I would say is, um, it, it, the government shouldn't mandate, however, that you have to give your no, secular. You no, get. No, you get no. a choice. But that's the thing. You get a choice. We actually have in us because we are detached from it. That's why we don't care. If you are actually in it, like if you went to these countries yeah. and sat with these people, you would have a completely different thing. Okay. Well, That's what I'm saying. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think a country is able to take as many refugees as come in? Well, but let's be no, real. No, no. Yes or no? Yes or no? Just a quick one. Is there any limit to the amount of refugees, for example, Australia could take in? But, but let's not act like... No, no, no. no, no take... Just a quick one. Just a quick one. No, because that's, 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 that's ridiculous. Impossible. That's ridiculous. That's yes. ridiculous. Okay. So explain to me, for example, Australia, let's just say uh, Australia has the capacity of 100,000 refu- mm. refugees. Mm. Just so pick a number, any number. Explain mm. to me why we should give those 100,000 100, <laughs> citizenships, those 100,000 visas, to the people who arrive here illegally... And who have the money, because remember, yeah, yeah. it costs something to get here, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. The money. So, number one, they've already broken a law when they get here. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, number two, what about the people who have been waiting in line in some camp, in some godforsaken place, mm. who have been waiting patiently in line mm. for six years, who have no money? Mm. Do the people who haven't broken a law, who've waited mm. in line as they, sh- you know, as the government has asked them to, mm. why do they get pushed to the back? Well, look, here's the thing. First of all, what's illegal and what's legal? Because there's a lot of illegal stuff going around, and they say it's legal, and there's a lot of legal stuff going around, and it's actually illegal. Who's they? Who's they? Mate, illegal? come on, mate. We're, we're, job, we're on the job hunt. So, <laughs> so basically, you know what exactly what I'm talking about, mate. So, 
there's a lot of things that are legal that are not legal. So so to, to label things, it's labeling. But let's really label things what is going on. Okay. Okay, there's no there such is, thing as illegal and illegal, then there's no point having police. No, 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 hang on. But the, of course, no, I'm talking about, you know what I mean. I'm talking about the outlines. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. But here, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Listen, let, let's, what is the boat, um, the boat people problem over here? What is it? It is that people are, human beings are in a distressed state. So much so they are willing to risk their lives to come to a place where it's, where it's beautiful and all that stuff, okay? Like Australia is one of the best countries in the world, okay? And if you've been in a bad country, you want you want you just want safety. They just want safety. Look, are there criminals coming on those boats? Of course. Look, I'm not, I'm not they're, 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 they're the best people in the world, trust me. Trust me, like, <laughs> don't turn your back on some of those people on those boats. Let's be real here. Don't turn your back on them because they are coming from places where they're, it's, it's, cr- it's crime-ridden and it's, they're not as, let's say, civilized. But the majority of the people coming are people who are in distress, who need safety. So, how much people are actually coming? So, instead of asking me, oh, what, are we going to take 7 billion? Are we just going to take the whole of China in? Come on. How much people are actually coming? Let's see what we can actually do here. Can we can we can we chuck some money at it? Okay, let's be real. Can we chuck some money at it? Don't buy the tenth Ferrari. Chuck a bit of money at that and let's see what happens. That's what I'm asking. I'm not saying completely override the system. No, because that's that's also that's also too much on the thing. We have to we have to we have to come in with both. Let's help out a little bit more. That should be the thing. Guys, just help out a little bit more. Alright? enough with did you see what she said did you guys guys the message is help out a little bit more just help out a little bit more see see what happens see if you actually become happier than buying the 10th ferrari okay see 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 what happens give a bit like you know oxfam they stop you on the street mate i had a great convo signed up for oxfam six bucks (laughs) six bucks you have for six bucks a week i give six buckets of water a day or something i don't know what the thing was come on man like it's j- just just help out a bit that's what I'm yeah saying. international aid keeps um those those people poor Alrighty, we're back for the last segment jason sari about to pick the winner of the mcgregor khabib showdown it's gonna be one of the biggest in ufc history i mm. can't think of a bigger one Besides the rematch of Diaz and McGregor. Oh, wow. That was big. Let's be honest. That <laughs> my, was favorite, big. my favorite fight. McGregor going up a weight class. Mm. Or was it two? Might have even gone up two. Two, two weight classes. Two weight classes. He's fighting a one... Look, Nate's a 155er. He competes at 155, but he still took a big jump. Why don't you tell us what your prediction... Well, the rationale behind the prediction, mm. the reasoning behind, and then the prediction. Okay. So here's the thing. I've been watching Khabib, mate. I love Khabib. First of all, before the prediction, I just want to preface. I love Khabib, yeah? Khabib's actually... Khabib's actually, like, in my top five favorite fighters. Right? Top five favorite. My top five... He's in my top five favorite. Like, my favorite... top five? Okay. Anderson Silva. Conor McGregor. Nick Diaz. Khabib. Nate Diaz. The two Diaz boys. Oh no, oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry. Okay. Can, can we just group the Diaz boys together at yeah. three? So, Anderson Silva, Conor McGregor. The um, Diaz boys. The Diaz brother. BJ, BJ Penn. BJ Khabib. Penn. Khabib. I love you. I used to love BJ Penn. Because he used to... He didn't give... He, he, he went up. 
He fought Lyoto Machida at heavyweight. Go look it up. For Lyoto Machida at heavyweight, and he's a he he competes at light heavyweight. So amazing. So, um, Lyoto, the former two two oh five champion. Think about that, by the way. Sorry, can we go BJ for a second? BJ, go do your research on BJ. But anyways, Conor McGregor. I've been watching the Conor McGregor fight. I've been watching Khabib. I've been watching him, and I'm going. He's good. He is super, super good. But if anyone has good boxing, they're going to crack him so hard. He leaves his chin. He rocks back and leaves his chin. Like, his chin is just there to hit. Same as Tony Ferguson. The, the thing is, Tony Ferguson is probably a tougher matchup for McGregor. But also, he is too easy to hit. The only thing that kept Nate Diaz in that fight is that he had a good chin. So, Kibiko's going to get hit. If he, if he, I told you in the car, man, if he tries, if he even throws a meaningful jab, and I'm talking not jab to set him up for a takedown, I'm talking about a jab just to like actually try to jab McGregor. He will check get, the distance. Check, he will get cracked. If he throws a meaningful one too, if he actually, <laughs> if he actually dares throws a meaningful one too, the fight will be over. I'm telling you guys right now, if he throws a meaningful one too, the fight will be over. And I'm not talking about meaningful one-two like he's doing it just to for the takedown. Look, literally, if he throws a one-two, he's getting knocked out. I predict first round. If it's not first round, it's going to be second. And that's it. I will not go further than the second. He'll get hit to the body. He'll get hit to the face. That's it. Prediction. There. First round, and it will not go past the second. TKO. TKO. The ref's gonna step in. So that's gonna be it. Done. Done. Well, you've heard it here first. Um, look, I, I, I don't have the, um, I guess the interest. I'm interested. I like UFC mm. a lot, but I don't like it as much as you do. I look. I agree with you. Uh, we were also speaking in the car about McGregor's lack of conditioning. Mm. Famous. I would say famous lack of conditioning. Mm-mm. If you go past a second. Mm. You're a chance, yeah, with McGregor. Yeah, of course, um, but not a lot of people do. He's too accurate. He's too fast, and he's got some power. I don't know kind of where it comes from, no, but don't. when he punches, like you feel it. You can just tell that some of these guys they just they don't. A lot of the um, who's the Alvarez fight mm. where he dropped him in like what seventeen seconds or Did twenty it? seconds? It, like he got him, but he didn't. He didn't smoke the dude. No, he just got him on the chin. And he hit that sweet spot, and he yeah. had enough power, and he just dropped him. Guy went down like sack of spuds. He he double hit. Look, if go watch back thing, he double hit him with the left hand. He went whack whack. You don't see that. People don't do that, and it's actually te- technical technical uh, technical thing. We're we're back, and that's actually such a that's actually so clever. If he's there for the first left hand, he's there for the second. If he's there for one, he'll be there for the another one. And you don't think about that, but it's like he's actually, he is like Anderson. See, my favorite is Anderson Silva. Cause he, the spider. The spider. The, oh, man. The spider Silva, man. This guy, he knew how to strike. He wasn't throwing a one, two. No, no, no. It's four ounce gloves. You know how McGregor always says four ounce gloves, four ounce gloves? It's four ounce gloves. You, It's not boxing where you need, see, people are trying to box in the ring. No, no, no. It's four ounce gloves. You need to hit them when they can't see it. Anderson Silva would be throwing stuff from from his hip up because you can't because you're 
like when you look, you you can't see something coming from up. You can see something coming from the side, from that, but from up is hard. You know that's where an uppercut will get someone. So they know how to strike. McGregor actually, he, he's not only the best striker. He's actually, he, he look, he's gonna knock him out. He's, he's gonna, gonna knock him out. He's gonna knock him out. Just watch. I'm not gonna say no more. It's a knockout. It's a knockout. It's, it's no a, other way. It's a knockout or a TKO. It's done. First round. I'm telling you, he's gonna crack him hard. It's gonna look. It's it's almost gonna look. You you're not gonna get your money's worth. You'll be upset. You'll be actually disappointed. Don't pay for pay per view. You you'll be actually disappointed. He's gonna make it like the Jose Aldo fight. It's almost gonna look like that. Not as quick, but it'll almost look like that. He'll stuff everything and crack him. Alrighty. Well, you've heard it here first. Look, I wanted to give... Um, firstly, before we say goodbye, I wanted to give a shout-out to our sponsor, My Style Suits. Um, if you need a suit for anything, for the races, for an interview, for, in general, for a formal, um, you want to impress someone, go on a couple of dates with a really lovely lady... Um, Hit us up on mystylesuits.com. Two-week rental from $80. Are you kidding me? Um, that's, a, that's a deal. That's a deal. Even Jason knows it. Jason can sniff a deal from a mile away. He's, he's, a, he's a dog. He's a rabid <laughs> dog on the deals. Um, $100 for a two-week rental for 100% wool. Coming out the shop, any other store you're looking for two fifty for for a three-day rental, to buy the suit in excess of 750 for something that's just pretty awful looking. These are beautiful looking, crisp, navy and deep navy suits. My style suits. Um, thank you, Jason, for coming on. I really Th- appreciate thank you. it. Thank you, Gary. Um, look, uh, hopefully that gives you guys a different insight into what we're aiming to do on this on, on this show. We're not just about the serious talks. We like to blend it in with a bit of chat, a bit of yarn. Bit of, um, we even covered The Bachelor today. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. But, and I, I, can I tell you something? I can almost guarantee that you are not the demographic they were looking for when mate, they <laughs> made the show. Man, I'll apply for The Bachelorette. We'll see what happens. I'll change the game with The Bachelorette. Can I tell you? I, uh, I'll change the game. Just quickly, I think The Bachelorette would be pretty fun to go on. Mate. So can I tell you, like, <laughs> sitting around, because most of the time you're just sitting around, like wearing a suit, yeah, yeah, yeah. waiting for the guy to come back with his dates. <laughs> you're just sitting around, chatting absolute bulk yarns, on the beers. Yeah. Like, it'd literally be like a vacation with the boys. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, you don't know them, but most guys go along with each other. There's a couple of weirdos. There always yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you weather that storm, and I'm you're just there sinking beers <laughs> with a bunch of guys. Well, one dude... Do- Look, to be honest, it'd be tough to drag me away to go on the date. <laughs> She'd say, Alex it's, Alex, it's your turn. You know, it's your turn. I'd be like, oh, really? Okay. Right. Well, I guess I guess I've got to, don't I? And then I just hack it. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for Jason for coming on, and we thank appreciate you, it. And um, don't forget to like and subscribe. I can't believe I'm saying that. I, I promised myself from a young age I would never say it, but like, subscribe, and comment. Ugh, makes you feel ill. Anyways, see you guys later. <laughs>